It's time for The Ship Report, the show about all things maritime. I'm Joanne Rideout. It's Wednesday, February 21st, 2024. Well, today let's start with a look at marine weather, and then we'll get into our ship schedule and see who's coming and going today on the river. And our coastal waters forecast, and a little bit about the forecast itself. If you go online and look at marine weather, there's sort of like a map there of marine weather. You'll see that there are segments along the coast from north to south and even out to sea, areas like blocks in which there is a forecast for that area. And so we have a local forecast for our area of the coast, which goes from out 10 miles from the coast up to um, Cape Shoalwater, Washington, to the north of us on the Washington coast, south to Florence, Oregon. And that's kind of our local area here. And uh, there are forecasts, say, from 10, I believe it's 10 to 60 out there that go out for a block further out to sea. And then there's 60 to 150. And then beyond that is the high seas forecast. And so there's a lot of information out there. And the weather can be quite different from one uh, section to another. So south of Florence, Oregon, for instance, along the Oregon coast, there may be other things influencing the weather. So this is sort of a local forecast for us here. And in our forecast, we have an area of broad, low pressure off the coastline that's going to continue to move northward into the middle of the week and beyond, which is now. And this will cause wind direction to veer to the west or the southwest today. And sea heights will also moderate a bit this week. So things are going to calm down a little. In our forecast today, we have southwest winds, 20 to 25 knots, wind waves from the southwest five feet high at six seconds apart and northwest swells five feet at 12 seconds apart. And we always have those two influences out there, at least two of them. One of them is the wind waves, which are caused by whatever local wind conditions are happening. And the other are those swells that are coming in from further out to sea, sometimes from uh, caused by storm activity as far away as Japan. They just roll across the ocean and eventually reach us here. And so that is why you can have wind waves from the southwest, if we have a southwest wind here, caused by our local weather, and then northwest swells caused by weather far from us. And so it's always those two sets of forces are always working out there. And sometimes they're working together, and you get something called combined seas. And other times they're working against one another, and you can get confused seas, as they're called, and or some combination thereof if the seas are coming at an angle to one another. So the forces of wind on the waves is pretty complex and people who are working out there on the water in the marine weather forecast, this information is included so they can kind of get an idea of how squirrely it's going to be out there on any given day and what they're going to have to deal with. And showers are in the forecast, in the marine weather forecast today. Well, let's take a look at our ship schedule. Um, we have a goodly amount of vessels on it today. First inbound was the Global Sage arriving from Mexico Headed for Astoria's Anchorage, she'll be picking up corn, soy, or wheat eventually upriver at Kalama. She came into the Astoria Anchorage at about 2.30 a.m. today. Then we have the Texas. She's arriving from San Francisco, headed for Portland. She is a, a petroleum tanker, refined petroleum, so gasoline, jet fuel, biodiesel. She will pass Astoria around 9.30 a.m. and be in Portland by about 3.30 p.m. And an interesting thing about the Texas is that she is a U.S. flagged ship. Most of the ships that we see coming in here are foreign flagged vessels registered in other countries. The Texas is a USA registered ship. And she um, actually belongs to Crowley, which is a big name in the maritime industry. They own a lot of the ATB rigs that come in here. This is a U.S. ship owned by a U.S. company. 
The Liberty King is arriving from South Korea, headed for Portland. She's a car carrier with brand new Hyundais on board. One of those very high-sided, blocky-looking vessels that is actually a floating uh, parking garage for cars inside. And so there are many decks inside those those vessels that are hydraulically operated, so they can adjust in height depending on what kind of, of vehicles they're carrying. And um, all those cars are very carefully lashed down inside um, so they don't move around at sea. And if you've ever ordered a Hyundai, a Subaru, a Toyota, or any of those products, um, they probably came to you on a ship that came up the Columbia River if you ordered it in, in this area. So she will pass Astoria inbound around 9.30 a.m. in Portland about 3.30 p.m. The Cumbria is arriving from Japan, headed for Kalama, corn, soy, or wheat there. Passing Astoria around 1.30 p.m., she could be in Kalama by 5 p.m. The African Swan is a bulk carrier arriving from China, headed for Longview. She could be picking up logs at the port of Longview, or she could be bringing in wind turbine parts. We'll have to see as she goes by. Passing Astoria around 5 p.m., she could be in Longview by 8.30 p.m. The Leo Ocean is arriving from China, headed for the Astoria Anchorage. She'll be going upriver eventually to Portland to pick up potash. She'll be in Astoria's Anchorage by about 5.30 p.m. And the Plumeria Leader is uh, arriving from Japan, headed for Portland. She has brand new Toyotas on board, so another one of those very high-sided, unusual-looking car carriers. And she will pass Astoria at about 6.30 p.m., look for her in Portland a little bit after midnight, so early Thursday morning. In our outbounders, we have the Cetus Say or Cetus Sai, leaving Kalama carrying wheat, leaving around 6 a.m. She could pass Astoria outbound around 11 a.m. The El Comino is leaving Portland carrying potash, leaving around noontime, passing Astoria outbound around 6 p.m. The RCC America is leaving Portland. She has brand new Hyundais on board, leaving around 4.30 p.m., passing Astoria outbound around 10.30 p.m. And the Union Mark is leaving Portland uh, cement there uh, with her cargo, leaving around 6 p.m., passing Astoria outbound around midnight. And it's kind of interesting to look at the inbound and the outbound schedules. And so we have ships passing each other in the channel as they're going upriver. And the movements of these ships and the timing of their movements are very carefully orchestrated by uh, the, the bar and river pilots who are um, responsible for... Um, helping those ships get safely in and out of the river. And so there are places on the river where it's okay to pass a ship, and there are places where it's not so good. There are a lot of course changes on the river, a lot of curves in the ship channel. And so they try to arrange it so that when ships pass one another, they are passing in a safe place. And so there's an awful lot of planning that goes on that we don't see and don't know about. So uh, the appearance of a ship on the river at a certain time is not random at all. It is very carefully planned. Uh, in our Astoria anchorage, we have the RB Jordana headed for Kalama to pick up wheat. She'll be leaving around 1 a.m. in Kalama by about 6 a.m. That leaves the Econ Belanoc, the Bell Trader, the Morning Cloud, the Panagia Stenian, the Alpha Pride, the London 2012, the Zhao Yang Feng, and the Laosan all awaiting orders in the Astoria Anchorage. Those are anchored out there. And there is another ship, the uh, Manila Trader, that is still at the port of Astoria. She's been undergoing engine repairs. And so we've seen her sitting there for a number of weeks now, but she's nearing the end of her repairs. And I, I got some word that she might be doing what are called sea trials this week, 
where um, she goes out and tests the repairs and makes sure they work and then come, comes back to the dock after that. Sea trials are something that can be essential with certain kinds of repairs because it's really important before the ship leaves that everything is working properly so she doesn't have problems when she's far from land out in the ocean, which could be really expensive and difficult to handle. You've been listening to The Ship Report, the show about all things maritime. I'm Joanne Rideout. You'll find ship schedules and a podcast of this program on my website at shipreport.net. Ship Report podcasts also on Apple and Spotify. You'll find marine weather and links to ship schedules and more on my Ship Report Facebook page. Thanks for listening and have a great day. 